0: Hi Howard generation, such a great honor today to be able to come and share the word of God with you I really want to thank Pastor Ryan and Pastor Brenda for giving me this opportunity to share the word of God with you all and I want to bring greetings from appointed church and from Johor Bahru. great to see you and great to talk to you and share the word of God with you you know and I want to read to you a scripture in Joshua chapter 3 verse 4 that you know the Israelite was around the mountain in the wilderness for 40 years and they crossed over the Jordan and they're facing the unknown. The Jericho was in front of them, and they got they got a the whole lot of you know the unknown place that they're going. And we want I want to read this verse of scripture said, Yet you may know the way by which you must go. For you have not passed this way. Before. In this verse of the scripture, here say that God said to Joshua, you may know the way which you must go. In other words, God is telling Joshua, I am the GPS, you just follow me. I am the way. Remember, Jesus said, you know, in the book of John, he said, I am the way. So we need to make God He is our GPS. He could be leading us ahead of us that we do not know. He said, you have not passed this way before. Likewise, we've gone through eight weeks of MCO. Never in my whole life. Sitting in a home for eight weeks. Locked down in the house. You know, this is a new thing. But through this COVID-19 MCO, let us remind ourselves, what is the most important thing in our life? Because of the MCO, our hope and plan has been have been disrupted. You know, we hope that after this MCO over, after four week, we plan say, well, maybe we can go and have some nice food, nice hangout, and then without you knowing it, they extended another two week. After six week, extended again. Eight week. Now we're in the eight week of MCO. You know we so hopeful that this will quickly go over. You know I, my plan is that I hope I going to have a haircut. I don't know about you. You know I, I just want to advise you: let our hope input in God because Jesus, He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. His promises remain the same his promise are yes and amen let's put our hope and trust in him and uh, you know I, i see that before this COVID 19 we put all our time and our effort and our hope in things we invested in we are so busy for many things we got no time for god even come to church some people they only go once a month you know only when few they, they, they have time they like it then only go to church now you want to go to church you know you have an opportunity you got to stay at home so we know that you know in the past that during the good time we, we, we put our effort in the wrong thing and people you know I see that some people they spend their time all their time in the share market and you know what happened after this COVID-19 overnight, the share market crashed. Some of them, you know, turned into a waste paper. I know someone that who spent all their time, you know, in share market. One of my brothers, I really feel sorry for him. All those share, all those years he spent on in a share market, you know, turned into a waste paper. Wow, so sad. Make sure that you know during this time that we refocus again. We are in now, so you know I, I know there are people who driving car and plan that uh, I hope I, I can I can buy another bigger car or a house that I can I can get a bigger house or buy more property, invest more property, or 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 find a, a life partner. There's nothing wrong to find a partner. It's good, you know. But don't spend all your effort, your focus in that. Or or, or start a new family, enjoying eating all the delicacy, you know. Invest our uh, good health care you know, and and overseas holiday, and eh? you think that or make more money and thinking that cash is king. I just want you to know that cash is not king. Only Jesus, he is the King of Kings. In Matthew 16, Jesus told us, verse 26, he said, for what profit is it to a man if he gained the whole world? Like what I just mentioned all the above. If he gained all those things, and he said, and lost his own soul, or what would a man give in exchange for his soul? And verse 26, he said, What good, what good would it be for someone to gain the whole world yet forfeit their soul? Or what can anyone give in exchange for their soul? Let us take this reminder of Jesus, put it in our heart. Make sure we put our foundation, our hope is in God. Our hope in He, He is the same, yesterday, today, and forever. You know, put the hope on Jesus because He is the rock. If we put our foundation on the rock, Jesus, this storm when come will not be shaken. And Jesus make in this uh, uh, warning in uh, in Matthew chapter seven, verse twenty five, He say, and the rain descended. The COVID-19. And the flood came. Economy downturn. Everything was shaken. And the wind blow. All the bad news. You know, if you read the news, it's all the bad news. Pay cut, Company going to be uh, closed down. People going to lose their job. retrenchment, Rumor war. Riot. All the bad news. And you said, beat on the house. Means our life. It's our hope Are we placed on the hope of the things that I just mentioned above Or our hope is in Him He said, if we place our hope, our foundation in God He said, it did not fall For it was founded on the rock Let's keep this in our mind, in our thought Good to check now If in the past, we have put our foundation on the things of this world on the things of the same, all this is going to be shaken. All this is going to be mo- removed. All this is going to be going away. And the Bible is saying, all creation will be shaken and removed. So that only unshakable thing will be remain. So we know the promises of God will remain. The kingdom of God will remain, will not be shaken. You know even this time of the shutdown Even the church cannot gather worship together But I want you to know through this online The gospel spread even further We need to know that Jesus is He already mentioned the word that the unshakable things will remain That's put our focus, our center, our hope in God the unshakable kingdom promise. Just what Jesus say in Matthew chapter six, his verse thirty three. Seek first means we need to check is it God, Jesus, our number one in our Jesus. Seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. All these things shall be added to you. This is a good news. When we put God the number one in our life, He said all these things, if you read Matthew chapter 6 earlier, before 33, verse 33, Jesus talking about all these things about our daily need, our the worldly needs, the things that we need in this world. He said, all these things will be added to you. If you seek first God number one, He said, and you don't need to be worried about tomorrow. If God is number one in your life Let's look at The Old Testament King David His foundation life You know in Acts Chapter 13 Verse 22 God said to David He said I have found David He told the people The son of Jesse A man after my own heart this is my prayer during this time. Let God can say to you, say, yes, you, 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 after my own heart. Let's see why God said to David, He is after my own heart because who will do all my will? That's what the word say. Because David is obedient to God. He doing. But God instructed him. Let's see. You know, in book of Psalm, when you open up the Bible, in the middle, in the center, is Book of Psalm. And you know, in the book of whole book of Psalm, there are 150 books. 150. Okay. And 75 of them are wrote by David. Yeah, in Psalm 23, we can read David, he said, the Lord is my shepherd, the word my, I, I shall not want, and he lead me through the valley of shadow. he said, I, my, and me mentioned 16 times in 6 verses. Of the scripture. So show that that I my me is talking about I personally had a relationship with God myself. Not because of my father, or not because of my forefather, or not because of somebody else's influence. It's me, I myself. I make the choice, I make the decision. The Lord is my shepherd. Is the Lord, the Lord your shepherd? You've got to make the choice. You've got to make the decision. Say, God, I want to make you to be the center in my life. David, when he put God number one in his life, you know what happened in Psalm 23? He can read the six verses of the psalm. Memorize them. He said, I shall not want. Means you don't have any lack. God promised the benefit when you put God first. And he said, I will lead you Beside the still water in the green pasture I means he wants to give you rest. He said, I will restore my soul. He said, I will give you strength and will leave you in the path of righteousness. In other words, you won't be lost. You won't go to the wrong way. He said, God, he will direct you. If Jesus got your GPS, when you go to the wrong way, I know how many of you use GPS ways, you know. When you supposed going to that direction and you turn the wrong direction, he said, go back turn right turn you turn back okay so we need that god to lead us the bible said he will lead you in the path of righteousness he said yeah though i walk through the valley of shadow of death i fear no evil who will say yeah you know when you walk through the valley of shadow of death by david he said yeah why he said yeah the reason is he encountered god in the valley of the shadow of death in the difficult time In the dark time, you know, because God allowed that shadow, the valley of shadow of death. Reason one reason is that He want us to grow in character. God didn't say, "Oh, when you follow Me, everything going to be fine. You don't need to go through any shadow valley of uh, death. In the valley of shadow death, you be able to encounter God more, like during this time." You can encounter God, He is your provision, He is your peace. I can see, I can tell you, the people in the world they're full of fear. Yeah, I, I know, I heard a, a guy, you know, he's so rich, and yet he feels so fearful, He no peace. If the Lord is your shepherd, yes, yeah, though I walk through the valley of shadow of death, I fear no evil, so that you can have peace of God. Because you've God, he said, I am with you. You are not walk alone. And in Romans chapter 5, verse 3 and 4, Paul, he wrote this verse of scripture. He was in prison. He was in, in lockup. And he was facing death sentence. He facing the future that, that's ahead of him. He don't know what, what is the future hold. Why we can read in the verse of scripture, Scripture here, 3 and 4, Romans 5, say that we can rejoice in prison, facing unknown future. How can you say rejoice? But because God is number one in his life. You know, Paul, he put God the number one, the center in his life, so he can rejoice through the valley of darkness, uncertain future. Likewise, we can. You, you, you read that. He said, we, when we run into problem and try, for we know that they help us develop endurance. So let us learn something. You know, through this lockdown, we can learn something. God, He wants us to endure. And He gives us strength and confidence and hope let us put our hope in God. Amen. So all the above, just what I mentioned, you know, the things that we do is that those things are going to be shaken. It's going to be, you know, not going to be remained. It's going to be passed away. It's going to be gone. So if we put God in the first place, God be the center in your life. He's going to lead you and He's going to comfort you. He's going to provide you With the supernatural provision. In Hosea chapter 2, verse 15, you know, say that I will, God said, I will, you know, maybe, but He said, I will transform the valley of trouble, that what we go through now, into a gateway of hope. We know that, you know, God, He can make all things for good. Even though we that it's bad it's no good he said we know that he made all things for good to those who love God yes God promised that if we put him the center in our life he said he could turn even those you think that is bad no good God said, I could turn it to good for you wow we can hold on to these promises amen as, as a believer, I can promise you, we can be utterly certain that there is a purpose in our pain. There's a purpose. He wants to mold us as a vessel, useful vessel for the master use. He prepares for every good work. I can assure you that after this COVID nineteen, there are more crisis is on the way. But don't be afraid. God is with you. You are not walk alone. If God is on your side, you don't need to be afraid. He's preparing you for a great word. In 2 Timothy 2.21, you can memorize this verse. It will give you hope. You know, in this Psalm here, 23, you know, he wants to prepare a feast for you and he wants to anoint you you want to give you anointing, the power that you never encountered, experienced before I, This is my prayer You know, if, if you any, hurt anyone, any of the family member or any of the church member who gone through some difficult time You pray, you prophesy over them, pray for them, pray for healing, pray for miracle, pray for breakthrough Because God promises that He will anoint your head with oil and he said, Your cup will run over. You will be abundantly, overly surprised. You don't be worried, anxious about what's holding in front of you. And the good thing is that he said, Surely I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me. What does that mean? God, his promises are eternal, his rewards are eternal. So this is our hope. God, he is with us. We are not walk alone. Through this difficult time, God, He want to build us a strong character. He's preparing us. The third one, you know, as we read in Psalm 23 here, there's a reward eternally. So during through this time, don't lose hope. Don't get anxious. Don't get worried. Focus and fix our eyes. Don't look back. Focus what is ahead. Yesterday, we cannot change. But we're going to believe that what? Through this, what we are in now, God is preparing us a greater things ahead of us. Okay? So, we know that David, he put God, the center in his life. The three things that I want to help you, the three points to help you to put God, to have God center in your life. Are you ready? You've got a pen, write it down. Number one, worship God. David had a heart there put God first he worship he's a worshiper you read all the psalm you know he go through the, the, the difficult encounter he worship he prays he worship God you read some you know and we know that worship is, is a key thing that the heaven and earth will pass away the worship in heaven will be still continue on in Revelation chapter 7 we can read All the angels were standing around the throne and around the elders and four living creatures. They fell down on their faces before the throne and worship God. You know, when we worship God, God will enthrone in our midst, in our heart. Yeah. And verse 12, we say, saying, amen, praise and glory and wisdom and thanks and honor and power and strength be to our God, not just temporary. the Bible says, forever and ever amen. So worship will continue on. So worship is a very important part. We should place worship and praise in the number one, center in our heart. You know, in Psalm 47 verse one, David said, clap your hand, all you nation, shout to God with cry of joy. God not afraid of you shouting or making a loud noise. He is not going to be, oh yeah, too noisy, I scared. I want you to know God love your loud worship. Why? Why worship loud? The reason is that when you worship, you know it's emotion. It's, it's, it's not just by feeling you the whole being. When you're excited, you don't just come, oh, I'm just thinking about it in my thought. Your whole being you know, you express yourself. God wants you to worship Him with all your heart, with all your might, with all your strength. Verse 5, he said, God has ascended amid shout of joy. In other words, God wants to enthrone in your praise and worship. Shout to God, you know, that, and the sound of trumpet, sing praises to God. And verse 6, sing praises. Sing praises to our King. Sing praises. Wow. When you start worship, praise God with all that emotion, our hoping, God want to enter in the midst of your presence. You know, fear have no place. Worry, anxiety have no place in your life. And your future will look bright because Jesus said, I am the way, I am the light of the world. So Jesus, He want to invite you to worship Him worship with all your heart you know sometimes when it's sad to see people who you know during uh, church worship time people folding their hand and that show no emotion and it should sometimes we tell them, so why, why why you don't express yourself you say pastor i just worship with my mind but one thing you know when you see them go to the soccer game when you say watch the the the, the, the thomas cup final or, or or you see the the, the um the, the final of of, of badminton games and and, and Olympic games, you can see they just shouting and screaming. Even they, they express themselves, even they're not afraid what people think, you know. And they just take out their shirt, they just shouting, screaming, yeah, you know. But when you come to church, why you cannot express yourself? He's a king of kings, he's a lord of lords, he reserves all our praise, all our worship, amen. I just want you to know that. Praise and worship, there is a power. And the enemy, know. So he wants to stop you to praise God with all your heart, with all your mind. I want to show you two examples. One in the Old Testament, one in the New Testament. The word of God is consistent. It's not just Allah, when I feel happy and make this thing happen. Now you can see it's consistent. I want to show you King Jehoshaphat. When he's facing a vast army, he don't know what to do. Without his control, a vast army to come against him. And he know with his own strength, his own army, power, cannot fight with his enemy. You know what he did? He didn't cry. But he, what he do? He worshipped and he praised God. In 2 Chronicles chapter 20, verse 21 to 25, you can read. But I just want to especially read 22. What happened? As they began to sing and praise the Lord Set ambush against the enemy God defeated the enemy in front of King Jehoshaphat Doesn't make sense that there's an enemy in front of you And you start praising worship God People might think that you're crazy But you know there is a spiritual battle that's going on when we start worship God when we start praising God and God He will defeat our enemy we will see a breakthrough during this coronavirus this a big uh, uh, enemy ahead of us there is no vaccine cure. all around the world are affected by this but we know we can pray to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords He is a God that who can make the impossible to possible we can pray God you release your peace release during this time give us hope give us a future give us a strong solid foundation we will not be shaken by all these things in in another example i want to show you in the new testament Paul and Silas they are in prison during the prison time in luke Acts chapter 12 verse 24 to 26 you can read but I especially i want to highlight in verse 25 and 26 see what paul and silas did during the time when they are in prison you know that when they are in prison they could be faced death sentence could be hanged put on the at the cross to kneel at the cross and be be, be, be killed you know and he was chained in prison, in darkness, in difficulty. See what he did. Verse 25, about midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing him to God. In the prison time, dark time, don't know what's future, lies ahead. He started praising and worship God see what happened verse 26 suddenly i like the word suddenly when you start worship and praise god things happen They're gonna happen without your plan without your thought suddenly there was such a violent earthquake supernatural power that the foundation of the prison were shaken at once prison door flew open and everybody changed came loose because of your praise and worship many people going to be blessed through you you know just imagine that in prison the many who are in change and in darkness and suddenly they see the light see the something the hope manifested in prison same thing God want to manifest his power in your life so that your family those who do not know God or your neighbor, or the people that, who do not know God, through your life, during this time, they can see the light, see the power of God manifest through you. Change the fear of God, leave you and defeat it. Amen. God, if we put the center in our life, you will sure the victory will take place. Number two, Jesus said, pray consistently. In Luke chapter 18, You can read from verse 1 to 13. You can read Jesus teach his disciples to pray. He said, pray consistently. We also can look into the life of Jesus. Jesus set a great example, a prayer life. Before he started his ministry, you know, the first thing he did, he fasted 40 days, 40 nights in the wilderness. And then Mark chapter 1 verse 35. You can see, early in the next morning, long before the daylight, Jesus got up and left the house. He went out of town to a lonely place where He prayed. Jesus prayed early in the morning. In Luke chapter 6, verse 12 to 13, you can see Jesus prayed all night. You write it down. You read it. Pray all night. Why He prayed all night? You can read in the passage of scripture, you see that Jesus because he's going to choose the 12th apostle. He's going to make a major decision. 12 disciples. He prayed all night. Make, likewise, before we make a major decision, we need to pray. We need to cry out to God. We want to seek your face. If this is this decision I made, is it your will? Is it your plan? I'm gonna share with you a testimony. You know, way back, you know, up by the church, we've been two years looking for a new building. We pray, we fast, and we pray quite frustrated. God, why you doesn't open up, the not provide. And then I know now why after this coronavirus take place. I said, Oh wow. I said, God, I thank you. And you know, that you know what's <laughs> Going to happen now ahead of us. So you see, you see that the important thing before we make a major decision, sometimes it might look good to you, but God already knows ahead. So make sure you pray, you pray, you seek God, Lord. Shall I go and make this decision? And you know that God and Jesus, even in Matthew chapter fourteen, you can see Jesus. He gone up to the mountain. He prayed. He prayed alone. why i share this the reason is to to show you that you can pray anywhere anytime if jesus he can pray in the mountain pray in the wilderness pray alone fast and pray in the wilderness likewise we should copy the example of jesus he prayed everywhere so i learned one thing when i first become a christian you know They teach me to pray, he said Ronnie, pray and pray and pray, have a close relationship with Jesus. I learned one thing right from beginning. So I learned prayer, spend time with God in any way. I go, the first thing in the morning when I wake up, I pray. If I don't pray that day in the morning, didn't put God, you know, that the first place on the day first, you know what happened? that day during that day i get angry with very easily i get irritated and get upset things very easily if i pray i feel very really calm and i have a clear mind yeah. and lots of time i felt that you know god speak to me sometimes i pray for people i call people and the people say oh, wow wow i am just thinking about you yeah holy spirit quicken my heart so you want to live a life like that living by God okay, you can pray anywhere, any any place Jesus taught us to pray in Luke chapter 18 just like I mentioned 1 to 30 there, there, there is a two type of prayer that we see that Jesus, He used but before that, I want to show you that King Jehoshaphat, just earlier, you know, I, I mentioned to you that he faced a vast army. He prayed two Chronicle, chapter 20, verse 2 and 3. King Jehoshaphat faced a vast army that was coming against him. He resolved to inquire of the Lord and proclaim a fast for all Judah, Judah, the prayer of Jehoshaphat. In verse 5 to 12, you can see, he prayed quite out to God. He called the whole nation of Judah to fast and to pray. Verse 12, very interesting. He said, we do not know what to do. Likewise, we are now in the time of MCO. We don't know what to do. This is very new to me. You know, first time, eight weeks. Many of you, also this is very new. We don't know what's ahead of us. But, through this time, King Jehoshaphat said, But our eyes are upon you. This is the key. That King Jehoshaphat, he don't know what to do. He prayed. But he one thing he said, My eyes are on you. So, we... Know that God, He wants us to refocus, returning our first love. You know, the seven churches in the book of Revelation, and these two churches, their heart become lukewarm, turn away from the first love. Let us return back the first love of Jesus, to to Jesus. Don't be lukewarm. The Bible says that if you are neither hot nor cold, God says, I want to spill you out. So now is a good time. Be on fire for Jesus Amen When you pray, God answered. Verse 15 Do not be afraid or discouraged Because of this vast army For the battle is not yours by God's That's what we need to know That the battle that we're facing now The impossible task that we cannot do We know that God came The only place that we can do, the things that we can do is we can pray, we can fast, we can seek God's face, we can worship. And the rest, we need to trust Him. I always tell my church member, I say, let God, let us do the easy one, easy part that we can do. We can pray, we can love people, and we can fast, and we can give by the hard part, change life find a vaccine for coronavirus to, to you know to 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 raise the deep to make the blind see all these are God's word, the difficult word. we need to commit that to God so you've got the center in our life we need to do number one worship praise God seek God's face during this tough time during this time of uncertainty. Let's fix our eyes in God. Put God as our goal. He's, he's our, our GPS. Let, us, let Him lead us, okay? As we start praying, things are going to take place. Things are going to happen. Prison door is going to open. The change of fear, uncertainty is going to be broken. The peace of God, the joy of the Lord, the hope of God is going to be released in your life. Lastly, the third thing is humble yourself the humility is so important god why why humanity is so important is that you can read in james chapter 4 verse 6 god receives the proud he receives the proud and by give grace to the humble another way god he draw near to the people who are humble who are in humility we can see that King David, he had a heart for God. He lived in humility. Search me, O God, create me a clean heart. In, verse, in 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 5 and 6, you can read it. He said, All of you clothe yourselves with humility towards one another, because God opposed the proud by show grace, show favor to humble. Humble yourself, therefore, under God Almighty Him that he may lift you up in due time. So we can see, when you humble yourself, God gonna promote you, he gonna lift you up. And we know that the trademark of why Lucifer cast down from heaven, because of pride. It's in in, in Isaiah chapter 14, verse 12 to 15, you can read it. Two verses, 13 and 14, Lucifer keeps saying, I want, I will, I will, I will. He, He put himself in the center of his life. Instead of, he's supposed to be worshiped god put god in the center in his life he put himself what happened he got cast out he been thrown out from heaven so humanity is so important jesus jesus he used a parable there are two types of people who pray in verse 9 to 14 you can read it but i just want to specially highlight in verse 11 the pharisees took pray does with himself in other words, in his heart in his thought he prayed to God, he said, God, you know that God you know what's in your heart Okay, he said, God, I thank you that I'm not like others men extortioners, unjust adulterer or even as this tax collector and the interesting part this Pharisee He's a very pious and religious man. He said, I fast twice a week. How many of you who watch online, you fast, fast even once a week? This Pharisee, he fasts twice a week. And he gives tithes of all that I possess. And the tax collector standing far off would not so much as raise his eye to heaven by beat his breast. For me, saying "God, be merciful to me, a sinner." What's that mean? It means God. Apart from you, I can't do anything. I need you, Lord. I need you. I can't use my own ideas, own strength. You know, before the, the this MCO, COVID nineteen take place, we, we were so arrogant. We don't we don't, need, we don't need God. We got lots of things. You know, sometimes we through this and and. And God allowed this. It's not God created this. It's human being created. But God allowed this. He turned it to good. He want us to refocus again. Apart from God, we can't do anything. He want us to put God the number one. John 15, Jesus said, He said, apart from me, you cannot do anything. Another thing, God, He want us to humble ourselves. In verse 14, Jesus said, I tell you, this man went down to his house justified rather than the others. And I will God. Jesus said, I like this kind of prayer. I like people who are in humility. Come to me. I want to receive them. He said that for everyone who exalts himself will be humble. And I know God, he receives a proud He wants people to be in humility. And he who humble himself will be exalted. So let us come to God with a humble heart. Don't be like you know so often when we read this scripture we say oh i'm not like this pharisee when you start thinking that way actually you'll fall into the same trap of pharisee you compare yourself with the pharisee don't don't do that so we got to always realize that apart from god we are sinner. we are all sinners but through the grace of god because of jesus we can come to him and we can receive the salvation so right now you know we want to come to god in prayer in worship prayer and humility in 2 Chronicles 7 verse 15, 14 we are were very familiar with this verse he said, if my people who call by my name will humble themselves that's number one king okay? so put God in the number one center in your life okay, check your heart humility it's very important if you are proud God resists you how do you know whether you got pride inside you is that when someone try to point your weakness, or somebody criticize you are you angry upset or you try to justify yourself if you just like you know Jesus when he faced faced you know people who, who, who falsely accusing but you do you just keep quiet silent and the truth will come so if that God sometimes allow us to live in humility. is that through people, you know, okay, to keep us humble so the three points that I want to refresh again worship God, consistent in prayer, humble yourself in humility. right now, I want to pray for people who if you are watching online today, if you know God, you say running I, I'm far away from God I, I don't have a relationship with God Or you will once You will, you will walk with God but like because of circumstances And having distract you far away This is a good time Come back to God And make Jesus be the center in your life Make the Lord is My shepherd In your life I want to lead you in this prayer You know Just pray with me Pray after me When I say a sentence You just follow me And repeat after me From your heart Because confess in your mouth the lord jesus and believe that he raised from the dead you will say god want to hear your prayer humble yourself humble yourself god apart from you i can't do anything right now say lord i need you let's bow pray this prayer together say dear lord jesus i'm lost without you i need you jesus in my life i thank you jesus when you died the cross your blood wash away all my wrongdoing all my sin today I receive your forgiveness your healing and your peace in my life I want to make Jesus be the center in my life today I pray this in Jesus name Amen and Amen If you make this prayer in your heart for the very first time or you recommit your life to Jesus Please, connect, contact with Harvest Generation Church They will be able to help you to grow in the Lord and they will get in touch with them Right now, I want to pray for everyone those who are watching online I want to prophesy I want to speak faith I want to speak life in, into you Right now, can we just close our eyes in prayer In the name of Jesus Lord, I thank you for your presence Oh God, your word is powerful Right now today, Lord Let the word that I will share today Will bring faith, will bring strength each and every one, Lord, they will have the hope in them They will make you to be the center in their life, Lord You will lead them and guide them Lord, they won't have any lag, Lord, we, even though we walk through this uncertainty Lord, you will lead them and guide us Let the peace of God, that the faith, that the power of God Will follow us all the day in our life Lord, we know there's an eternal reward in us We know that through this, this lockdown, Lord, you want to mold us to make us to be a vessel that will be used by you in Jesus' mighty name. Lord, I thank you in Jesus' name. Bless everyone. Thank you. This sermon has been brought to you by Harvest Generation Church. We hope you've been blessed and encouraged.